I am Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsadjan from Yerevan, Armenia, and you are on a Dr. Y channel. So we start our test on clinical cases in cardiology. So it was, it will be the principal questions on your big exams. So the last exams. So this is, these are the lectures actually for the last year study in the universities, medical schools, etc. So let's start this tests and clinical cases together and let's try to answer on this on this question this is all our questions of the exams the exams concerning cardiology so be careful okay so I'm starting to read the question and we'll try to answer the tests and the clinical cases cardiology okay let's let's do that mm -hmm. open please First question, my friends, let's be careful. Which of the following is the most common cause of abdominal aortic aneurysms? Which of the following, I don't know actually what is the following, is the most common cause of abdomin, abdominal aortic aneurysm? Atherosclerosis, of course. Let's try to see the uh, options. So once again, which of the following is the most common cause of abdominal aortic aneurysms. A, option A, post-surgical anastomotic, anastomotic disruption. No. Cystic medi medial necrosis. No. Atherosclerosis and vasculitis. No, of course, the answer is atherosclerosis. Let's try. Which of the following is the most common cause of abdominal Aortic aneurysms, of course, the answer is atherosclerosis. Yes, that's right. Another question, please. Abdominal ultrasonography uh -huh, or computer tomography is usually the test of choice for abdominal aortic aneurysm. But which imaging test may be most appropriate for hemodynamically unstable patients? And, uh -huh, for uh, hemodynamically unstable patients. So, abdominal ultrasonography or computer tomography is usually the, the test of choice, of course, for abdominal aortic aneurysm. But which imaging test may be most appropriate for hemodynamically unstable patients? Let's see the, let's see the answers. A, abdominal ultrasonography. Yes, computer tomography, magnetic resonance angiography, magnetic resonance angiography, and plain abdominal X-ray. No, our answer is abdominal ultrasonography. For hemodynamically unstable patients, my friends, with presumed rupture, ultrasonography provides bedside results more rapidly than computer tomography, of course. Of course, but interstitial gas and distension may limit its accuracy. Absolutely. So if rupture is not suspected, my friends, magnetic resonance angiography, MRI, MRI, sorry, or computer tomography angiography can more precisely characterize aneurysm size and anatomy. Uh, concerning plain abdominal X-rays are neither sensitive nor specific. However, 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 if uh, they are obtained, 
means, uh, means plane abdominal X-ray. Yeah? If they are obtained for other purposes, they may show aortic calcifications, outlining and aneurysm. Yes, if they are obtained for other purposes, they may show aortic classifications. Uh, sorry, class calcifications, calcifications, outlining and aneurysm. Ah, yes, if there are, of course, calcification, just plain abdominal X-ray. So the answer is, of course, abdominal ultrasonography. Okay, another question. Which of the following is not an indication for surgical repair of an abdominal aortic aneurysm? Ah, so contraindication or not? In, which is the following is not an indication? Ah, ah, it's not an indication. So which of the following is not an indication for surgical repair of an abdominal aortic aneurysm? Choice A. A. Chronical, chronic abdominal pain. So you've got aneurysm and chronic abdominal pain. It's indication. Yes, who knows what is the reason? Increase in aneurysm size by more than 0.5 centimeters within fixed mass. Of course, it's an indication. Option C. Aneurysms less than 5 centimeters. Ah, this is not indication. Of course. Absolutely. Actually, good question because there are a lot of surgeons, so-called surgeons. They say that aneurysms and less than five centimeters we have to operate no less than five centimeters it's not an indication for surgical repair of an abdominal abdominal aortic aneurysm and finally the risk of rupture increased to five more than five to ten percent a year is an absolutely indication for surgical for abdominal surgical repair of abdominal aortic aneurysm so our our answer for this question which of the following is not an indication for surgical repair of an abdominal aortic aneurysm, aneurysm is aneurysms less than 5 centimeters doesn't appear to increase survival at all these aneurysms should be monitored with ultrasonography twice a year for you know, 6 to 12 months expansion that warrants treatment Control of atherosclerosis risk factors, especially smoking cessation and use of antihypertensive as appropriate is important. So, uh, chronic abdominal pain, increasing aneurysm size and risk of rupture. Effective surgical repair is recommended for aneurysms more than 5 to 5.5 centimeters, which risk of rupture increase to more than 5% uh, to 10% a year, unless coexisted medical conditions contradicate surgery. Additional indications for elective surgery include increasing an aneurysm size by more than 0.5 centimeters within six months, regardless of size, chronic abdominal pain, thromboembolic complications, and iliac or femoral aneurysms that cause lower limb ischemia yes so additional indications for elective surgery for elective surgery include increasing in aneurysm size by more than 0.5 centimeters okay so once again abdomen abdominal indications for elective surgery include increase size increase of aneurysm size by more than 0.5 centimeters within six months 
Regardless of so, regardless of size, chronic abdominal pain, thromboembolic complications, and iliac or femoral artery aneurysm that cause causes lower limb ischemia. Okay, another question, my friends. If uh, tachyarrhythmia depends on a specific pathway or ectopic site of automaticity, ectopic site of automaticity, the site can be ablated by a low voltage, high frequency. So 300 to 750 milli, uh, megahertz electrical energy applied through an electrolyte catheter. Before ablation, which of the following is done? Uh -huh, get it MRI? No. Intravascular ultrasonography? No. Magnetic resonance angiography? No. Mapping of the target site of sites via electrophysiological study, of course. Mapping. Mapping of the target site or sites via electrophysiological study. And the last question for today, my friends. Uh, atrial fibrillation often originates where? Often. Right atrium. Mm, AV node, no. Pulmonary veins, yes, and pulmonary artery. No, in this situation, uh, pulmonary veins, atrial fibrillation, often originates and is uh, maintained by an arrhythmogenic site in the pulmonary veins, yes. And this source of atrial fibrillation can be electrically isolated by ablations as the pulmonary van left atrial junction of the left atrium. And this is our answer, pulmonary vein, pulmonary veins, yes? So atrial fibrillation often or originates in pulmonary veins, and atrial fibrillation often originates in, or is maintained by an arrhythmogenic site in the pulmonary vein. The source of atrial fibrillation can be electrically isolated by ablation as the pulmonary left vein left atrial junction of or, or in the left atrium or in the left atrium can be electrically isolated by ablations at the, at the pulmonary vein, vein left atrial junction or in the left atrium yes left atrium and pulmonary veins yes that's right okay uh, that's largely enough for today so not largely enough so first five questions I will try to answer another questions in the next and the, the next topic and the next next session. So thanks thanks for your attention my friends and good luck on the exams. Bye bye.